All right, uh, you're listening to the Role Playing Exchange, and it's Star Trek Fate now. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah it is. Hooray! <laughs> I'm your GM, Joe, and yeah, we you have the players will introduce themselves. <laughs> <laughs> that that sounded a lot more imperial than I intended. <laughs> Present uh, yourself, players. <laughs> worship at the altar. <laughs> Oh, what's up? I'll go first. Hey, as usual, this is Burke. I'm back as Dr. Lunar Mara. Oh, uh, hey, uh, this is Aaron uh, from Roleplaying Public Radio. Uh, I am back as uh, Ensign Platt uh, from Engineering and the Murder Mystery from last time. That's right. <laughs> That's family reunion. <clears throat> Sean, still here? Still playing Security Chief? Oh, yeah. Which would have been nice for the Murder Mystery, but you know. <laughs> well, you know. You never have them when you need them. <laughs> Uh, so today we're doing something a little different. Um, this is going to be the finale of this season, quote unquote. Big old uh, space quotes. Right, yeah. Uh, so we are going to run this a little bit more like Fiasco uh, in that it's going to be a little more freeform. Uh, the players are going to uh, go in a circle and decide scenes for each other and who else is in that scene um, and what the scene will be about. Uh, and then the player can decide what the results of the scene are, or alternatively, the reverse. Uh, but we're not going to roll a big pool of dice and like pick off a, a list of uh, other items or any of that other fiasco stuff. We're just going to use their sort of their scene. Con- it's the structure, right? So to that end, uh, I guess I will roll a die. <laughs> oh no! Can't. I feel like uh, you should go first, just because you do have a traditional GM structure. So uh, establish a little bit of context. Yeah. For, like what's so, happening? Well, we open, uh, the Mercury is, should silence this phone. <laughs> it's dinging a lot. <laughs> the mer- yeah. The Mercury's done. That. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I just got a text from the Admiral. Uh, they're moth, uh, they're, they're breaking her up with the crew inside. Oh no. <laughs> they're just locking away. Also. <laughs> <Yeah>. the crew. <laughs> just put them in a box for later. We'll, we'll put it with, uh, oh, the Bozeman. Yeah. We'll, we'll get it out later. Oh, right. No. It'll be you and Captain Kelsey Grammer. <laughs> Captain <laughs> Captain Frazier. Um, so uh, there was, up until about two hours ago, a fairly large Klingon fleet that had surrounded the space station. <clears throat> but then peace broke out. <laughs> uh, and they disbanded. Because the Dominion has just invaded uh, the Federation and attacked Deep Space Nine and taken it. So as you might imagine... Uh, the Klingon Empire, now on board with the Federation fighting the Dominion. Uh, of course, the Kittimer Accords were reinstated, or at least a truce was reinstated earlier, uh, but most of the Empire uh, was not informed of that very conveniently by Galron. Um, so, uh, that being the case, the Admiral of the uh, Space State, uh, uh, yeah, of the station who uh, had a name, and I forgot it, but I'm going to give them a different name, uh, it's going to go with Admiral Zlazny, uh, has decided that uh, the Mercury has failed as an experiment. Um, uh, they're doing individual reviews for the specific systems that the ship was tested for, or was supposed to be a uh, test bed for. Uh, and, but the ship is uh, overall, the idea of putting all these new systems on this old space frame is a failure. Uh, furthermore, um, he thinks there needs to be some real crew revisions. Um, it was there's an 
it's known that this was supposed to be like a pretty easy run for most of the officers, mm-hmm. uh, but a lot of them kind of failed of, while they failed of the higher expectations, that's still somewhat uh, concerning to Starfleet. So, uh, yeah, so <clears throat> let's see. Who should we start with? You know what I should do? I should open the, the Google Drive so I have the whole list of characters. That seems like <laughs> a good idea. All right, so, um, uh, yeah, let's start with, let's start with Aaron and Lieutenant Commander Krell, who is like the chief of engineering. Okay. All right, so you are in a conference room, um, on Space Station. Uh, you're like the fifth person he's spoken to so far. Uh, and you sit down, and no role required. You can see he's already been sort of, uh, through, uh, a tongue lashing himself. (laughs) Um... So he is, uh, he sits you down and says, so, um, Ensign Platt, uh, there are some crew reassessments, uh, going on for the Mercury. Uh, I don't know if you've heard the rumors, but, uh, the Admiral's not best pleased with I have heard, uh, that there is a large, a potential larger reorganization being considered, but I've not tried not to let that affect my normal duties as rumor mongering can need to, well, less, uh, it's like lead to mistakes. So I agree. And, uh, I have to commend your restraint. Uh, many of the other Mercury's crew members specifically in engineering, and he looks uh, irritated at that, uh, have been less restrained. Um, You may have also been fortunate in that much of the decision-making occurred while you were on your vacation. Ah. (laughs) Well, I I must admit to you, sir, that um, I'm not certain if my... uh, if I did put in a note right now through... That's like outside of my personal logs, but it was uh, somewhat more stressful. I'm... Sorry to hear that, uh, especially since I believe you'll be returning to a uh, a more stressful time here. Uh, so the first thing I'm going to ask you is how this is completely confidential. <laughs> <laughs> how did you find the crew you typically interacted with on the Mercury in the course of were there any specific problems or issues that you noted? Are you referring to concerns with my crewmates? Um, yes, and their work ethic. Uh, don't feel that your word is going to weigh too heavily on the analysis process. Um, you know, I am not going to be the person making these decisions, uh, but for a lot of the junior officers, uh, the admiralty has decided that it would be best that they be interviewed by their individual superior officer. They're, they're, they're their command office, uh, nope. as opposed to getting you in front of, you know, uh, a board of admirals. On my well, I, uh, if there's a concern right now, I assume that should be more, that's uh, like helpful if necessary, but uh, yes. I can at least let you know that despite, uh, it's like, despite the fact of maybe personal, uh, it's, like, uh, it's like more just personality differences. Everybody else has all, throughout uh my tenure here on the mercury has been incredibly fair uh worked uh, it's like working well with each other in most parts uh especially in terms where we have not been able to well access the resources of particular departments due to emergencies i can't say currently anything negative about mercury's crew or at least the ones that i've worked with in personally <laughs> all well, of them good to hear <laughs> 
Um, I will certainly make a note of that. Uh, <laughs> is, is there somebody you felt I should have bitched about? Me? No. Uh, <laughs> I was as I burnt. So. No, I'm just now. Um, <laughs> flat looks on the best side of people. Sure. Hundred percent. Ah, you're so throwing me under the bus, you asshole. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> I think Platt's been pretty good at his job. I think that's yeah. fair to say. Yep. Uh, <laughs> so, um, did you find any particular faults with the Mercury systems as they were implemented, or with our usage of them? Uh, I know your speciality was uh, uh, transporters, uh, but you have worked some on the warp drive. Um, and uh, again, we would appreciate any insight you have. In uh, well, the only things that I ever found odd, uh, uh, transporter-wise, nothing. The Actually, the, the equipment that we were able to utilize, specifically the pattern enhancers during the uh, Klingon operations, actually proved fairly admirable. And that's like in their current designs. Uh, if nothing else, I was able to uh, collaborate with some of my other engineering crewmates to be able to improve the range on those uh as for the warp drive i'm still incredibly confused on how it made our well trans-dimensional journey for lack of a better term yes uh we are looking into that so uh i don't know if that's like i'm not certain of whatever happened in that uh the only thing that ever could occur to me right now is the um analysis of the dilithium that was specifically used so with that, but that that maybe allowed us to uh, take our journey. But in turn, I unfortunately never had a chance to examine it myself, as that's like I was uh, the help that I had was quickly used, and then I was knocked out for the majority of that um, due to uh, it's like due to our uh, counterparts' ex- escapades. Uh, so, but I'm not. That's like, but otherwise, I'm uncertain of what could have happened in that case, or who would have been responsible for that. Uh, all right, I will make a note of that as well. Uh, just out of character, Aaron, this would be yeah. a good time to like make <laughs> to up blame. any issues you want to blame somebody. Sorry, I'm actually I, since I would have been uh, with the shit going down, I was kind of hesitant to do that. So I, that, that's why I was putting in like somebody maybe futzed around with dilithium that we weren't knowing about. Right, yeah, we didn't. So. There, there were problems, but we never really figured out what they were, who they, who did it. So yeah, it's like you know, so if, I, that's why I was at least doing try to that one. If you want to, just right. like hey, look, it's like who who is who's in charge of those dilithium stores, huh? <laughs> so. Who's supposed to be registering that? Uh, is it Jeff? Let's let's say Jeff. Let's Lieutenant say Jeff. Jeff. Lieutenant Jeff really screwed it over. Screwed it up. Fucking Jeff. Jefferson, Jefferson Jeff. Jefferson Jeff. Jefferson so. Jeff. Yeah. Uh, okay, and he's just going to say uh, there are some other commentaries on your performance. He's basically just giving you your performance review. Uh, I've received a good to excellent um, across all the you know categories that you're provided with. Mm. Excellent. Uh, so like, and I, I try to increase my knowledge to uh, eventually help out as much as I can. Well, we really appreciate your go-getter attitude. Um, so uh, I don't have any word as to what your crew assignment will be going forward, but I can tell you, you will be being reassigned from the Mercury. Um, and I can confirm that the Mercury is going to be uh, scrapped. Well, I can't say that I would... Uh, it's like I... Can't say I'm necessarily surprised, but it is disappointing as she was a. Again, I feel an admirable. Uh, it's like a tough enough shift to be able to tank the stresses that she has previously. I I think 
that um, in some ways I agree. Uh, it, it has performed pretty well under the stresses it's been put under, but I also think I have to agree with um, the Admiralty that it's not a it's not the right space frame for this for these sorts of advancements, or at least this combination. Of them. Uh, so nope, it's understandable. So, but then again, that uh, it's like we. That's like we we can't ever that's like forget certain things specifically. Uh, again, it it tried transwarp before a long time ago. That's true. Never liked those seats, by the way. No. Um. Yeah. Uh. They actually just a little bit of um inside Starfleet here, but they wanted to bring the seats back. Uh, oh, and no. we, we we prevented that. We managed to pre- uh, the captain and I managed to prevent that. The seats are uncomfortable and add nothing. Good. Yeah, no, that's and yeah, just armrest to become a seatbelt seems to be wildly dangerous. Yes, yes. Um okay, and some plat, you're dismissed. You can send the next person in. Ah, will do. So thank you so much. And walk out. <laughs> so Oh, is everybody else waiting in line in their turn or just <laughs> Yeah, there's a like uh, a lot of the other junior officers and then a bunch of like just regular like crewmen and uh NCO types are in line. It's like the waiting room of Beetlejuice. Sort of, yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of strange aliens in the line. <laughs> One guy's got a really tiny head. Aw. That's his who best. he is. That's who he is. So, uh, just passing by them. Uh, try to be as honest as you can. He's in a mood. <laughs> they all nod. <laughs> uh, all right. So, so. so uh, the next, who wants to go next? Or who should go next? And who are they speaking to? And or and who's gonna all right, let's 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 try that again. <laughs> <laughs> who's going to be in the next scene? Uh and where is that scene going to take place? Well uh I will roll a D three and we'll get to determine. Okay, so who yeah. determines I don't yeah. speak <laughs> <up>. <clears throat> All right. Uh Sean, you are number two in my list. So you need to determine who is gonna be in what scene next and what the scene will be about and where it is. Uh well well I think all of us should probably get a, a debriefing kind of scene like we just did with Aaron. Okay. Um, let's let's break it up a little bit and do a deal where um, oh I'd say let's let's have all three of us. Um, basically, we're back at the uh, space dock, uh, the space station. Um, okay. Like we've all gotten word that the ship's getting mothballed, uh, and we're we're like having a drink at the bar essentially. All right. Uh, just the three of us discussing like uh so what's you know where are we going from here what's going to happen next kind of thing okay uh well i'm uncertain of promotion territories right now especially since they a full war uh, it's like uh, the federation has officially declared war mm-hmm. did you already meet with crow this morning i did so they let uh, it's like they asked me different questions about the well in all honesty they wanted to know who screwed up so <laughs> enough and it seems like they're uh, it's like somebody higher in the admiralty is trying to place blame i'm just saying if you're worried about promotion you got nothing to worry about you didn't try to blow up your senior staff like <laughs> sail through the whole thing yeah no one stays in ensign forever you'll be fine <laughs> Oof. so and a <laughs> quiet scream was heard across the delta quadrant <laughs> Lost to time. <laughs> so, um, sorry. That's had fine. to be done. <laughs> anyway. Um, Everybody was going there. Yeah. Just had to make it poetic. So, anywho. Uh, well, I just don't know where the current assignment right now. If necessary, that's like where they might go through. I was honestly hoping to possibly 
head back to that's like head back to earth as for maybe adjunct teachings that's uh, positions or something else for at the academy but want to stick out here on the forefront of science so well as that's like as much right as you can do right now that might uh where you can uh teaching positions allow you to eventually maybe up go up some to a different area as well for uh, for engineering perhaps with uh, a posting with the daystream institute oh shooting high yeah like the ambition uh, I, think, I, personally, I think I scared him out of the uh, the fun and adventure side of engineering. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I had that, but honestly, issues at home have hope. That's like wanted me to put me somewhere maybe slightly closer to it, so or a more stable briefing as well. I I feel that I have been able to develop a little more. That's like tolerance for high stress positions. However, I. I'm not certain I would have to, uh, to like be adept underneath the fullest of that. That's like in a wartime scenario. That's fair. I mean, you do have to have priorities for the family. I think you're under. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I think you're underselling yourself, Platt. But um, I definitely want to stay on a starship, no matter what. That, but I will accept where they they put me. So, but maybe something else. Uh, it's like maybe something a little bit more. I guess robust for that's like what we can do on it on the engineering side. Poor Platt, you'd <laughs> <He'd> be disappointed. <laughs> uh, what about you, Mara? You looking to get what frontline duty, or you looking to stay out here in the middle of nowhere? I'm happy to stay out here in the middle of nowhere. Um, I'm sure they'll need medical staff if uh, this truly erupts into an actual war. So I'm sure I'll end up in the the Alpha Quadrant at some point. But as long as I'm on a ship and helping my crew, I'll probably feel fine. Love to be in an actual sick bay run by a doctor, not a research scientist. But that's a whole other issue. I mean, technically, he is a doctor. That's true. <laughs> it's very generous. Just, you know, he doesn't do patient care. It doesn't make him not a doctor, right? <laughs> that's true. <laughs> I shouldn't keep you in force field keep the profession. Um, no, that's true. That's true. It's just uh, it's a difficult working, but I think we've all dealt with those. So my complaints aren't unique. Difficult working environments is what makes it all fun and exciting, right? That's what you keep saying, but I don't know. I I know you guys are new to this, and you don't think this is as much fun as you thought it was going to be. But trust me, it's just as much fun and excitement like this all the time. Does that mean you're looking for a reassignment to a proper warship? I mean, at this point... Uh, if they'll keep me enlisted and put me somewhere, I'll take it. Mm-hmm. So uh, I, I'm I, more afraid at some point they're going to say, you know, chief, you've done a good job for a long time now. Just go off into the pasture and, and you know, mind your own business for a while before you die of old age. Well, I feel if you survived, your career survived worse. So like Platt, I think you're underselling yourself. And I think you're so, well, we do appreciate the sentiment, although in turns right now, we're that's like uh, the chief and I are still on our first lifetimes, as far as we're aware of. Well, that's true. Um, I suppose there's a bit of a longer play in it, but mm-hmm. I will say there are a lot of other jobs out there. A lot of careers, a lot of opportunities, a lot of lives you can live that are even your own. <laughs> so if uh, Starfleet doesn't work out, I'm sure you'll end up fine wherever you go. It seems to look after its own uh, its own for the most part. Hmm. All right. Well, that scene happened. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
That was a little more depressing than I meant for it to yeah. go. <laughs> yeah, sorry. It's also the fact that like, we're not just sitting there. It's not normal fiasco where it's like, all right, how do we backstab everybody? Right, you guys yeah. are all friends. You're like friends who like each other. You're not idiots. Yeah. You're just like, yeah, bad things happen and we're depressed about it. This isn't the turducken, so. That's true. It, it definitely isn't the turducken. <laughs> all right, uh... Let's see. It's just establishing roll. through middle acts. That's all. That's right. Yeah. Roll another D3. <laughs> all right, Aaron. Pick a scene for somebody. Who's in it? What are they saying? All right. Or what are uh, they talking about anyway? Okay. Um, I say this is going to be for the doctor. Okay. Rad. Uh, uh, Dr. Lenara hasn't had one yet. Uh, that uh, she is with the chief medical officer uh, going through a, uh, a uh, oh, inventory of all of the, well, yeah, I would basically say all the specific restricted uh, medications on the ship right now to make sure that once the decommissioning goes through, there's nothing, uh, th- there's specifically no things that would be left over. It's like, oh, that's uh, like, how did it, all this biomedic gel get off the station? Or the yeah, ship? exactly. We yeah. did have the advanced sick bay, so it's... They did, so yeah, so that's probably going to be there, so... A lot of bookkeeping. Yeah. Okay. All right, so, uh, who did you say he was there with? I'm sorry. Uh, Kovar. Officer. Kovar, of course, yeah. Uh, that would make sense. Uh, all right. Probably so, wants to efficiently do the exit interview plus... Bookkeeping, yeah, at the same right, time. yeah. So you are going through the making sure all the rare medical supplies are gone or, right. or are are correctly logged and have the correct amounts. Punching my random buttons on a pad, right? He says, um, "Lenara, I am required to provide an exit interview for the breakup of the ship's crew. Um, first, I would ask that you provide a succinct and accurate review of my performance as chief medical officer." Harassment this, suit. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Is the environment where we can engage freely, Commander? Uh, absolutely. Uh, in a very few days, I will no longer be your senior officer, uh, as you are also no doubt aware. Um, my feelings cannot be hurt. That's <laughs> true. I have no ego I, to bruise. Is, she being, um, is he being stripped of his rank? No, he just no. won't be his commanding officer. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I will be my commanding officer. To damage his, her career. Okay. And he's a uh, post colonar. So, okay. <laughs> uh, well, I think you're a fantastic doctor, but I feel I hope your future assignment is on a research station where you can just focus on research because that's what you want to do. You don't want to help in the direct sense. Uh, I agree. Um, I was puzzled by my assignment here, uh, although I was pleased to work with the more advanced medical equipment available. Uh, mm-hmm. Being assigned to be the chief medical officer uh, was something I considered um, inefficient. It, um, a better choice could have and should have been made. Well, uh, suppose after a year we found something we agree on. Uh, I think we will likely agree on the fact that I believe you fulfilled the actual duties of chief medical officer uh, admirably, um, while allowing me to pursue my own experimental interests with the materials available. Uh, I will enter in your report and highly recommend a promotion or, or a placement in a, in a position of authority uh, due to this. Well, that was <laughs> smoother than I thought. Fucking Vulcan. Uh, <laughs> I mean, he came right out and said, yeah, I was digging yeah. around and you covered my ass. So I'm going to help you out. <laughs> so I'll just sort of stop and 
Because I actually turned to face him because I've just kind of been working. Right. Well, I appreciate that, Kovar. I uh, I hope in the future that whatever you choose to work on, I can use in my work. I'm sure your research will benefit everybody. Uh, as do I. Um, if I can find any advancements, uh, my 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 goal is not to hinder the aid of my fellow sentients. It is just it is not. I am not best suited to providing that aid directly. And I understand. As far as appreciation, it is not necessary. Uh, You have admirably fulfilled the duties of chief medical officer and therefore deserve the position. You are acceptable. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Urkin overlords. Well, (laughs) the appreciation is unnecessary, but it still is there. I understand. Um, Are you currently in the process of recommending reassignments for other medical staff? Um, I am. (laughs) You have a preferred position. Um, Well, not for myself. Uh, with the developing sort of dominion issue, I, I don't know where Starfleet plans to send um, people like myself, but uh, we didn't really get into her in the game though. But I just wanted to recommend Nurse Kitten get assigned like to a space station or somewhere because she does not have the nerves for deep space travel. But we didn't actually get into I mean, that you, very you much. can just you could just talk about like a just make up a specific incident where the other players can make up a specific incident that happened that makes you think this. That's true. Yeah. So, um, the chief nurse is just, she's fantastic, but I think she doesn't have her space legs under her, if you recall. Um, very difficult to uh, have her respond in sort of crisis situations, like when the Klingons invaded the ship. Um, yes, uh, I have uh, actually recommended her for posting on Earth, mm-hmm. uh, where she can perform regular non-crisis medicine. I believe in a in a fairly typical crisis, uh, in, she would perform well enough. I, I just believe that in a, a an extraordinary crisis, she does not have the capacity to concentrate on nursing to the exclusion of mm-hmm. uh, issues around her. She'd be a fantastic star-based surgical nurse, for example. Yes. Well, I have recommended her to Earth. Mm. Uh, I cannot say that for certain she will be posted there. Uh, but uh, my reasoning has been included, and it is much the same as yours. Good. Um, I believe she will wind up on... She will arrive at a space station or otherwise fairly so easy is, posting. Sure. Sounds good. What um, Outside of sickbay, what, what's your uh, analysis on the, the first year of Mercury operations? Poor. The ship should never have been... Should have been docked and reassignments... Uh, Concluded immediately upon realization that we were suddenly at Cold War, at least, with the Klingon. Mm. Uh, the crew was not assembled for long-term actual mission, mission status. Uh, we were just supposed to test uh, the various um, new technologies the Mercury was implemented with. Uh, the captain is not a, a good command officer. Um, it was a particular mit- mismatch with our executive officer, who I believe to be too aggressive. Um, mm-hmm. There were a few good senior officers. I myself was poorly placed here. Uh, even if one were to assume that the ship was only supposed to be a test bed, uh, you would still prefer to have a a chief medical officer whose speci- specialty was actually providing medical care and not research in the event of an unfortunate accident, especially mm-hmm. one involving um, unusual or experimental equipment. Yeah, it's it's always peculiar that the Mercury was never assigned a science officer. It should have been you. Um, perhaps. Uh, I am not sure how I would have performed in that role. 
It is not something I had pri- previously considered. Uh, as you are no doubt aware, uh, medical officers are not often assigned more generic uh, scientific roles. They typically are assigned to uh, scientists who are in the physics subdivision, as opposed to those in uh, the biosciences or uh, the social science. I understand, but these are this is an atypical ship in atypical times. So maybe over the next few years, Starfleet will find itself having to make a lot of unusual choices. One can only hope. Uh, certainly the current uh, staleness of thought in uh, Starf- Starfleet crewing, ap- uh, crewing protocols ha- have resulted in some less than efficient assignments. Well, at least we were efficient in taking care of two birds with uh, one stone, huh? Yes. Gesture to the inventory. Indeed. All right. I think I don't have anything else to say to him. He just, and then he says, uh, before you, before we close the scene, it's like, check the Kessler 5. I believe some of the crew people may have been using it to treat their social diseases um, mm. in secret. It's next on the list. Okay. <laughs> <In> social diseases. <laughs> Got to take care of that space syphilis. It's the worst. In space, no one can hear you clap. Indeed. Oh. Damn it. <laughs> that was terrible. Oh. That was terrible. What it was I, pretty bad. What did I Thanks. ever do to your character? Well, do I alphabetically or chronologically? Yeah, we need the list. <laughs> yeah, now that we're all really heavily drinking now, apparently, and whatever our version is of that the framing is, device is just like 10 forward between. Back to the bar where you're <laughs> Yeah, yeah the right, framing device is you're back to <laughs> discussing discussions you've had with your superior officers. Yeah. <laughs> and then he said, I was actually doing his job. <laughs> I was so ready to yell at him, and he was just like, no. You're right. No, you're right. Yes. It's nothing more disarming than, than a Vulcan telling you you're right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Here's your crew body cap. I guess we should continue with the theme and put Sean in with uh, what's her face? Boy, good job, me. Kestra Dulas, <laughs> Chief Security. <laughs> See, I was thinking maybe just jumping right up to having to talk to Cardozo. Uh, I mean, we could do that. <clears throat> it doesn't matter one. to me. I know, I know Cardozo was uh, sympathetic to my worldview um, and everything. I don't remember, though, was... Uh, uh, she was more sympathetic than the captain, but she wasn't extremely sympathetic. She okay. was neutral. This was like, I get it, but it was wrong. Cardozo yeah. was like, I'd have done the same thing. <laughs> and the captain was like, yeah. what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. So what are we going to do? Want to jump right up to Cardozo? Which one's more interesting for you, Sean, do you think, to have to deal with? Uh, In all honesty, I don't know. It doesn't matter. Either one works for me. And keep Uh, it it as uh, even across the board as everybody else probably needs to be with Dulas. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, that makes sense. The three of us can meet Cardozo for the finale. Yeah, there you go. Oh, yeah. No, that should be good. Yeah. So, um, you sit down, security office. In your usual seat. You've already heard through the grapevine that Dulas probably going to be coming out of this okay. Um, you know, she did her job pretty well. Uh, she made a lot of germane recommendations to the captain. Uh, managed her office pretty well. Uh, the one knock you would have against her is she kind of let, as my dad would say, 
uh, let the younger officers kind of run around with their choke out. Uh, <laughs> um, you know, you had to do a lot of a lot more ensign wrangling than you were used to. Right. They just did whatever. But yeah, but she calls you in for your for your analysis. Uh, so I got to ask, how do you feel about this going in? Like, what do you think is going to happen? Or what does uh, the Sheev think is going to happen? I mean, the Sheev thinks he's probably going to get sent, like, as far away from anything important as possible. For a second, I thought you were going to say a penal colony. <laughs> no, no. Like, I, I got through the court-martial. I'm okay there. But, like, the Sheev's real fear is that they're going to put him out to pasture, essentially. Like, the one thing that he would not be okay with at this point would be for them to just put him out in the middle of nowhere where right. there's nothing for him to do. Guard this rock. <laughs> um, okay. Last sits down. Says, Chief, Chief, I'd like to, I'd really like to score you a lot higher because I think with the exception of one incident, you have done an excellent job uh, that reflects your record up to this moment and is a positive reflection on Starfleet and its values. But I can't. Um, anybody who gets a court martial that does not result in a resounding not guilty verdict uh can't receive a wholly positive review i understand that Lieutenant commander uh i would also state that the verdict that was rendered in my court-martial hearing was as close as possible to a not guilty to ever come of that situation there would never be a legitimate uh free and clear no guilt found given the circumstances involved in that i agree um but before I get to your, your actual results of your review, I just, um, I'm going to go over, we never really talked about that. Uh, and I'd like to clear the air about that before we, before we move on. And I just kind of want to see where your head was at there. Um, I think, I think I understand what you were thinking. Uh, and, and if it is what I think, I, I don't, I'm not entirely opposed to what you had proposed. Um, but I just kind of want to see. What the situation was in your words. I've read your report, obviously, but you know what? It, it really boils down to while there are some conflicting details in specific instances, Klingons do not take prisoners in any measurable or appreciable fashion. Given the remoteness and the non strategic advantage of the Mercury itself, the lack of seniority amongst the senior staff, there was no outstanding details would lead me to believe there'd be any reason for the Klingons to have taken a prisoner. And I was simply running on the most basic assumption that the senior staff had been taken and killed. Um, any sentimentality that I might hold uh, for all of you um, simply would have gotten in the way and endangered the rest of the crew. Um, I get that's a very cold way to look at things. Um, it's not exactly uh, poster material for the for Starfleet, uh, but given the situation and the dire circumstances, uh, I believed my actions were the right philosophy to take for the sake of the crew. Hmm. I all right. I think I think I understand. I mean, I I fully admit that I was making um, unpopular uh, and severe decisions, but. My motivations, I believe, upheld the idea of of Starfleet uh, to the utmost. Well, (laughs) this is where he's like, uh, except for murdering all of the Klingons that you did in the horrible way. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, there was a lot of, yeah, so I understand 
where are you coming from from the point of view of the crew. And if you believe this to be dead already, basically, that makes a lot of sense. I mean, you did, like, brutally murder several Klingons in a way you didn't necessarily have to. I mean, I would argue that given the uh, lack of foresight that I had in the situation, that uh, quick and efficient overruled um, neat and painless. I mean, okay. I don't think we're ever going to necessarily agree on that point, but... I, I wouldn't expect us to. So she just, like, hands you her evaluation, and it's not bad. Like, it's, it's pretty solid. Like, it's the worst evaluation you've had in, like, a decade. But mm-hmm. on the other hand, uh, you know, it's definitely not nearly... It's not damning, you know. It's not going to result in your being posted to asteroid 457. <laughs> uh, and um, there are some in, uh, indications that, like, it's pretty clear that she was trying her best to, like, point out the positive things you've done for the ship and as far as, like, keeping the security team in line and keeping the ship safe so that it outweighed the, the one negative incident. It could have been a lot worse. Uh, I will also, in turn, submit my um, addendum evaluation to be included with uh, exit interview for Instant Hammer, because <sighs> Instant Hammer. Um, okay. Uh, so, so what uh, additional notes do you need uh, to, to offer for Hammer? Uh, that basically he's he's not a bad officer. He just needs some more um, some more guidance, maybe a little bit of uh, remedial training in some leadership skills. Uh, that he he knew what he needed to do. He just didn't have the um, the gumption to uh, command a situation when it was necessary for him to do so. Um. Okay. I will. Um. I'll add your notes. Um, I agree that he wasn't as uh, forceful as he occasionally needed to be, um, but you definitely interacted with him more than I did. So There was uh, occasions that I don't believe merited actual inclusion in a report where I was having to uh, provide him uh, direction, I guess would be the best way to put that. Um, and as an NCO, while that is my job, uh, to provide direction when necessary for the junior officers, uh, not to the extent that I feel was necessary for incident. She sort of leans back and nods and says, "So you, so you had to hold his hand, is what you're saying? Like, I, I would, like all the time? I would not put those words onto a report, sir. But well, I mean, I that's also not, would not argue with you in this situation. That's not how I would word it. <laughs> but yeah, okay." I, I think I understand. All right. Um, all right. Yeah. So I'll make that recommendation to the captain. Um, I won't attach her name to it. Uh, and uh, yeah. All right. So you are free to go. Um, I don't know what your next assignment will be. In fact, you will probably know before I do, uh, as I have been assigned to the USS Prometheus. Ooh, congratulations on your reassignment, sir. Uh, thank you. Uh, and in fact, I am due to move to wherever the front will be within a few days. So and she stands up and she like puts her hand out. It's, uh, good luck, uh, chief. Um, I think we're probably going to need some people with your particular viewpoint in this war. Um, everything I've read about the dominion shows that they're probably the most merciless, uh, enemy the Federation has faced since except, except possibly the Borg. Uh, I, I have not heard anything good about them either. Although I do, 
sincerely hope it doesn't come to the point where we need um, more of more of me to uh, keep us all safe. She just nods. <laughs> all right. Uh, are you going to shake her hand or are you leaving her hanging? <laughs> oh, I'll shake. Yeah, I'll shake. All right. All right. I, th- I thought that might have been on purpose, but I wanted to clarify. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Just a, just a final snub. <laughs> All right. So you shake her hand and she nods and she says, uh, send, send Hammer in next. He's up. He's due up next. Um, and I don't want to wait too long for I to like talk myself out of this reeval. I'll send him right in. Right. So you go out and Hammer's like, uh, how was it, Chief? Oh, it's not as bad as you think it'll be. It's like size. Oh, oh. okay, good. Uh, like, I'll like square his shoulders up and like smack him in the back so he's <laughs> yeah alright so he straightens up and nods and like walks in with that like obvious false confidence and then uh, the chief goes on down the hallway with a little bit more spring in his step than he just had <laughs> well that's good <laughs> alright so everybody's had the review um, back to the, the, the local drinking hall on the space station I think, I think it's going to be called Bottom Decks. Not that you'll ever be back here. <laughs> it's the bottom of the space station. It's at the very bottom. Okay. Couldn't get the fancy rotating one up at the top. No. Uh, that's where the Admiral has his quarters. So. Also, how did you know about the rotating top? <laughs> did you ever look at one of these space stations? They're all tops. Okay. Oh, uh, okay. So. Oh. Well, if nothing else, I've, uh, it might be more excitement being in a war. I mean, uh, I mean yeah, technically I true, but I don't know if that's what you want. Uh, <laughs> well, I have been drinking right now, and apparently my priorities shift radically when I'm drinking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Become a war hero? I guess so. <laughs> Interesting. I'm just mainly I mean, concerned about the delay in our reassignments. Everybody else seems to have them except for us. That would be a, a general concern right now, why they would be hmm, delay. I'm not certain why they would be delaying with us. Dulos has got the reassignments already. The only person I know that's been reassigned for sure has been uh, Dulos. Yeah, I guess people talked about what they would have, but they didn't actually have official ones. That's true. I interpreted my, my conversation. But uh, still, though. Kovar know where he was going? No. Oh, okay. Just off off to somewhere. Oh. Research station of some sort. I won't lie, Mary. You just like you had me a little nervous there for a second. But everybody <laughs> else was there, but there's just going to be the three of us like, oh, I guess we'll just do now. Station. Just no waiting deal. it out for the rest of whatever. Mothball us with the Mercury. <laughs> uh, put them in that saved storage container's data. Disassemble them. Yeah. <laughs> All right. But what, no, whatever it comes down to, I feel that again they would they will the the Admiralty usually at least knows of well what to do with skills, or at least the people below them working on. Uh, it's like working on personnel. Look, all I'm saying is Dulos is going to the Prometheus in the front line. So that's that's going to be great decision-making there. <laughs> hmm. Did, uh, is that sarcastic? <laughs> Only a little bit. Only a little bit, okay. Dulos isn't bad, but a little too wishy-washy for, like, front-line security chief, in my opinion. A little bit more decisive action would be a defining characteristic for what I would look for if I was going to send a chief, a security chief, to the... So who do you feel like would, would make a better option? Oh, shit, I don't know. I mean, I, I make no qualms about uh, Cardozo and I having like a pretty good working relationship and, and a good understanding of each other, but that's, that's a step down for her. So that would so it would be something that you would... Uh, so 
you feel that you would be on more of an even keel. I think I would have a better temperament for the necessities in a frontline assignment in a war zone, but I am also um, a way underranked for assignment in such a fashion. Ah, ah well, I can understand. I certainly can understand that. Like, I'm not pining for the job. Don't get me wrong. Like I, I'm way, way not uh, qualified in in rank alone. So. But no, it. I could definitely see where that would be a concern. Well, in any case, we that's like we only have our own well skills, experiences, and that's like well, I dare say, good looks behind us. <laughs> <clears throat> so putting up for a toaster right now to the lower decks. That's like the may they actually may it be a swifter. That's like and more steady uptick than uh, the uptick than we've already seen. Here, here. So, and to the Mercury who ferried us along with that, those first adventures, farther than we would ever have considered traveling. The Mercury, true. Start drinking for one. Yeah. All right. Let's Out of character, I gotta say. <laughs> <laughs> Out of character, no speech, Aaron. Sorry. No, no, like legitimately. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, seriously. <laughs> uh, go ahead. Sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, so, see. M- Lenara is sort of facing the doorway, so you see Cordoza come in. Mm-hmm. And she kind of looks around the the bar and then sees you th- three and starts making her way over there. <laughs> uh, heads down. Heads down. <laughs> oh, shit. All right. Uh, <laughs> so, no, eyes straight forward. <laughs> like, I'm all right, so. No, we don't actually heads down. Stares her directly <laughs> in the face. <laughs> no, we don't actually heads down. Yeah, right. sit up a little bit, but definitely sit up. Mm-hmm. So uh, she approaches the table and says, uh, Gentlemen, do you mind if I sit down? Please, please. All right, she drags the chair over, sits in it backwards. Oh, no. <laughs> She's going to rike her. <laughs> she doesn't climb over the the back of the chair to get into it. She just turns it backwards. Like she's going to give some teens a good talking to. Oh, no. <laughs> she's doing the pep talk. She says, um, So uh, I'm uh, doing a little service for the captain. I'm delivering everybody's. Uh, reassignments. <laughs> the answer to that is no. No. <laughs> Why are her eyes so red? Because she's stoned. <laughs> Sorry, moving on, moving on. I know, just, I, I, I was being that person. Moving on. Uh, so, she says, uh, we don't have any... I, I've left you to last because we don't have any reassignments for you yet. That A lot of that is up in the air. Um. And that being the case, uh, I have a... Well, I have a proposal. It's called the airlock. What? (laughs) (laughs) What? Is that the the modern version of walking the plank? (laughs) Uh, So she she blinks a little bit at that and then kind of like glances over at the chief. And like under the table makes like a a, a drinking motion. <laughs> you can look at me. Giving you, you the eyes, like is 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 he drunk? You can look at me. Yes, I am. Okay. All right. All right, Edson. Calm down. Calm down. Matt turns into a bit of a war hero when he gets to drinking too much. It's okay. I see. Well, um, so my proposal is this: uh, I've been offered the command of a ship. Uh, as a matter of fact, I should probably look up a name. Should it be the Indianapolis? Do you guys want to get eaten by space sharks? Oh, dude. <laughs> no. So we really need to make the, the most awkward of references that might go back to Gen Con, but no, no, no. No, 
Oh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I didn't think of that when I said that. But, <laughs> but sharks too, yes. Let's see. Uh, yeah, so um, I've been command offered command of a Defiant-class ship, uh, the USS Challenger, uh, and I am short with some crew. <laughs> yeah, um, originally uh, they were, it was a discontinued class, um, but uh, Starfleet has decided to recontinue it. Uh, apparently, uh, Captain Sisko in DS9 has uncovered, uh, with the uh, uh, help of his uh, chief of engineering, has uncovered uh, some solutions to the specific engineering problems uh, <clears throat> that the class suffered. Uh, and they've been implemented, and uh, Starfleet has begun turning them out. Uh, this one is uh, fresh off the presses, so if you chose to join the crew, you would be keel plate owners. Uh, mm-hmm. And I do need some more officers. Um, and I've been having trouble finding them. The Defiant still has uh, a bit of a reputation, which I assure you is not valid after the corrections <laughs> have been made. And they've been fixed. But nonetheless, the perception remains. Um, I can't say what roles you would be in yet because uh, I, that will depend on what kind of officers that can. Work. But I'm taking that this is a necessitate uh, uh, something to necessitate a continuing war effort for and pressing every ship we have into into possibility. Um, well, uh, certainly there is some of that. Um, I will say that the um, it's not here yet. <laughs> It's not at the station yet, so uh, it's it, and, and it was just produced. So yeah, there are probably some bugs that haven't been worked out yet, and the war effort does seem to have drawn off a lot of the pool of available officers. Confidentially, I think that contributed to the breakup of the Mercury's crew. Ah. Mm. Do you know exactly what the assignment will be for the Challenger? Uh, I imagine we'll be reassigned to the Alpha Quadrant um, and uh, we'll be spending a lot of time fighting the Dominion, uh, as the Defiant mm. is a warship. Understood. Well, as I was saying, I was hoping for more of a, or that's like teaching position, but it's the case, and we're assigned, and you feel that uh, it's like we can do the most good there, we'll follow. Well, Ensign, I gotta say, uh, I saw your request for teaching position, and I gotta say, they're not gonna give that to anybody who's under a full lieutenant. Um, it's just not a good idea. Well, that's what I was saying, adjunct. Well, the the full lieutenants are the adjuncts. <laughs> I mean, maybe they shouldn't be, but that's how it is. Um, I will take that tepid yes as a yes. <laughs> I, I have to ask you, in, in all seriousness, are you sure that me serving under you in any higher of a capacity than I have already isn't um, going to lead to some overzealousness, if not on my part, on both of our parts? Um. I doubt it. Um, you know, I supported your decision, um, but I have chosen uh, specifically a, a, a pretty good XO, real even keel. You know, so she'll she'll be able to keep us in line. I think. Uh, just you know, and she looks around, and the bar's mostly empty. It's just like no, there's no no war crimes. Just no war crimes. <laughs> okay, I think we can. I think we can manage that. I I don't think I came anywhere close to that. Thank you. Uh, But I can keep that. Like, I think that's a pretty good guiding principle that we can keep. Yeah. Right. Like I'll I'll just, you know, maybe I'll get it put in your quarters 
on a little plaque that says no war crime. <laughs> and no one will know what it means. They might just think that it means, you know, you're committed to no war crimes. Sure. That's actually the slogan on the like dedication plaque on the bridge. Right. No war crimes. No war crimes. No, no war crimes, comma. Seriously. <laughs> that's for uh that that's for the repro- that's for the challenger A when the original one gets blown up. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Challenger A's dedication uh, phrase is no war crimes, comma, seriously. And the Challenger B's dedication plaque will be no war crimes since, and then a blank space to be filled in. It's been 86 days since I've Right, yeah. Uh, uh, and maybe if you get the uh, the uh, the Challenger C to, uh, to whoever, uh, it's like, yeah, uh, it's like to whom it make to whom it may concern, no war crimes, seriously, uh, uh, comma, seriously, comma, did I fucking stutter? <laughs> to him and make it start. Oh man. Anyway. <laughs> um so how about you other two? S- sounds uh like a fantastic opportunity. Uh, I mean I mean I'm only attending great. Yeah, I'm like that. like CMO of something is nice after the Mercury. I think it's an environment where <clears throat> I can really do what I want to do as a doctor. Uh well that's good to hear. Um Chief, uh, I I understand you have some reservations. I hope I've addressed them. Uh, I think we could really use your experience. I would be happy to serve with you again. I just wanted to make sure that uh, we both thought that through completely. I'd hate to hate to leave a bad mark on your record. My my own is is fine, but I'd hate to leave a bad one on somebody else. I agree, um, and I understand the concern, but uh, I think it'll be okay. If you're happy to have me, sir, I'd be happy to serve. Well, good. That's that's three more positions. And I appreciate it, and I hope you don't come to regret it when you wake up hungover tomorrow. So now to find <laughs> three more fools who will agree to be on this mission with me. Good evening, gentlemen. She stands up. <laughs> good evening. Look, come here. Just walking by, whoever's that's like draped over the bar pulls it back up. Hey, who wants to live forever? Oh boy, you weren't kidding. <laughs> Are we joining Rico's Roughnecks over here? Oh shit. Apparently. Yep. Uh, <laughs> so any other scenes anybody feel feels are important? Anything anybody else wants to do? Uh, I am totally going to like Gibbs slap the back of Platt's head. Be like, what the fuck was with the airlock joke? Like, <laughs> I thought it was funny. I, it, it was, but like, that's not... That wasn't the time to tell that joke. Timing is everything in humor, Platt. So <laughs> I thought my timing was perfect. It's into the slow peer review. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, I came out of my other review right now, and I already have the job, so it's technically too late for them. <laughs> might be too late for all of them. <laughs> it might be. Oh, <laughs> cheer up. Drink this. <laughs> Answer to all our melancholy. Drink more. Right. <laughs> he hands you a bottle. It's uh, in the shape of a skull, and it's got clear liquid in it, and it's half empty. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he needs help opening it. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> Hello, inside jokes that we will not be clarifying today. <laughs> there. <laughs> uh, 
Does that mean you're not even doing Sinfall? Zach, you got the real shit. Yeah. Brutal. There had to be some perks on this ship. Sure. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so. All right. So this, if we could end it here. It would be pretty short, but yeah. I think that's okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, so, yeah. So when you finally get your assignments to the ship, you find you're all in, like, chief positions. You're all in, like, a bridge crew positions. <laughs> <laughs> like, Mara's, like, the CMO. And Platt gets a promotion along with his CEO status, chief engineering officer. Okay, so am I actually a lieutenant now, or uh, you're a lieutenant junior grade? Woo, woo, yay! yay. And the Sheev is uh, chief of security, but it's a small security staff. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, like tiny ship. So yeah, that's yeah. So it's like it's a group of ten people, but you know, <laughs> you're the head of it. You're going to be on the ship firing. You're going to be on the bridge firing all the pew pews. Um, yeah, you are. And there's an addendum to yours with an apology for no promotion to master. But she feels that that was not that would not be appropriate at this time. And also, she probably couldn't swing it. <laughs> so we can, we can work it out. Right. So, yeah. Uh, also, there's an addendum for everybody. And it's that. <laughs> Well, um, it turns out you were the best guys I could find for these positions. So welcome aboard. <laughs> wow. I believe you will do a good job. I Seriously, though, I didn't put you in these positions at random. You all had exemplary service on the Mercury. Um, and I think uh, despite your relative um, inexperience uh, on the recommendation of your prior senior officers, I, I feel comfortable putting you in the position. Hashtag no war crimes. <laughs> yeah, it's ha- hashtag no war crimes. Seriously. <laughs> Seriously. None. <laughs> All right. And with that, we will end it. All righty. Well, good night, everybody. This Hi, has bye. been a role-playing exchange. You've been exchanged for role-playing? I don't know. Bye. Bye. <laughs> bye. bye. See, you See you later. Oh, God. <laughs>